will give you everything you need to make it happen. He will fight your battles. He will pay your bills. He will feed you when you're hungry. He will give you friends when you lose friends because of your purpose. He will be there in the midnight hour. He will give you peace. He will give you power. He will give you protection. He will take care of you. He will guard your back. He will take care. Have I got a witness in here that the Lord will make a way somehow? Peoples, what's up? We back, baby. It's your boys, Silverback Chronicles Podcast. It's your boy, Big H. I got my brother, Dre. Activo. Ten toes down. All day. What's good, bro? That's it, man. What's good with you? I'm living. I like it. Enjoying. I like it. Tell me more. Feet kicked up. Yeah. What else? No socks. Uh-huh. Chuncletas. The breeze hitting them toes. Toes dangling. I like it. You gotta stretch them out. Brown water in one hand. That's called relaxing. Brown water in one hand. Uh huh. Cigar in the other. Right. Right. Yeah. With a banana hammock. <laughs> Hello. What's a banana hammock? What's a suntan lotion? What's a banana hammock? What do you mean by that? You know what I'm saying? I think see hammers That's on, all sir. I got. <laughs> <laughs> sun, the sun glazing off of me, you heard? Shout out to Raul. Something like. <laughs> Shout out to all them Yonkers firefighters. Word. Every firefighter in every jurisdiction. Word. We Something like. Triple C. Yo. What's good, baby? Maintaining and chilling, bro. All day, every day. Folks, we back. It's episode 84, 84, you heard? We cooking. You making noise, baby, yeah. It's all good, though. Yeah, the mics are sensitive, so. It's real sensitive. All them bangles, you know? Folks, my it's peoples, okay. it's all good. good. You good, baby, small thing. Listen, we got a special guest tonight. We're gonna jump. We're gonna let you know what it is real quick. But first and foremost, let's get into our sponsors real quick. All right, you already know what it is. Berman and Darby, B E R M A N D A R B Y dot com. Shout out to my brother Charlie Schultz. He can be reached at 410-769-5400. 410-769-5400. Berman and Darby, number one law firm in the state of Maryland. If you get hurt at work, or if you get hurt with a personal injury, that's the go-to, that's the plug. All right? Make sure you go there, you give my boy Charlie a call, and he will return it and take care of you. Say less. He might even text you. That's how That's how he is. He might take you out for, for brunch. I mean, yeah. All on him. 
just to get to know you a little better. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that FaceTime. Real Word. FaceTime. Because it's not, it's not always about money. It's about building a relationship. Making sure you're taking care of it. Right. And uh, listen, the world, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for keep tuning in every year. Every week. <laughs> every every week of the year. Every week of the year. Shout out to Starbox. Shout out to Starbox all day, every day. We appreciate you guys, man. Shout out to Bonhouse. <clears throat> Bonhouse. Don't forget the discount code for uh, Starbox. All caps, Silverback Podcast. All caps, Silverback Podcast. Get you 20, 20% off. Shout out to Midway. Who's taking, who's taking care of you like us? Come on, man. Come on. What you need? You, you, you need clothes? Shout out to uh, SilverbackChronicles.com. Grab something sexy. Tell them, Dre. So you're in the supermarket. Ain't nobody asking you nothing stupid. Hey, hey, sir. Can, you know, um, some guy cut me off the other day. Can I borrow your gun? Mm. Nah, none of that. I'm here. I'm shopping. I'm trying to get some broccoli. Try to get some Brussels sprouts. You know what I'm saying? So I go make some healthy dinner. Word. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. Oh. But we got a phenomenal boutique for you. Polos, right. t-shirts. But um, you already know how we operate. But let's get into it. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a CEO in the building tonight. A CEO. She's amazing at what she does. Her company name is J-O-T-F. That stands for Job Opportunities Task Force. Hey, yo, can I say something? Please do. I've met a lot of CEOs in my life. Okay. i never seen one that looks like this before, though. Chocolata. That's chocolates. That's chocolates. Chocolates. This is the chocolate that they leave in the, in the like at the um, Four Seasons on top of your pillow. Right. Right. It just makes you happy. It makes you happy. Like, oh wow! Like, you guys didn't have to, but I'll take it. Chocolate. Thank you. Chocolate. She's the CEO of J O T F, and her name is Karen, and that's with a C and a Y. Right. Don't get it confused. Don't with get that it messed up on the internet. <laughs> so, with no further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Karen is in the building. Hey, thank you, gentlemen. No, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you for it's being a here. pleasure and an honor to have you with us. Absolutely. Tonight. Means everything. Indeed, indeed, as oh, well. I hope I didn't offend you with that. No, I mean, I, it came from the bottom of my heart. I, Absolutely. I, I believe it. I, I feel it. I felt it. And the melanin is going all through you, baby. Yeah, you're yes, glowing babe. in here, yo. I'm not usually rendered speechless, but, you know, <laughs> I was sad. shining. It's all about the vibe that we produce. You know I didn't get a high out, but. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you. So how are you, ma'am? Great. Lovely. <laughs> After that, like, amazing, like, Listen, complimentary introduction. I'm I'm great. You all have been taking care of me thus I mean, far. Listen, it's, it's, it's this, is this Is this how Silverback Chronicles get down? Yes, this ma'am. How get down? Red carpet treatment what? all day. Yeah. What? Absolutely. I would even venture to say that it might be purple. Ooh. Mm. And you know purple stands for royalty, babe. That's what I That's had meant. That's, That's what I had mented okay. when I had said it. The no. Oh no, we picked it up. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, Royalty. Where are you from? Born and raised. Born and raised, Baltimore City, city forever. Wow. City Dang forever. City. Poly represent. 
You from Polly? City forever. I be. What happened? What happened at Polly though? Oh. What happened at Polly? Oh. What happened at Polly? What happened? Yeah. What happened at Polly? Yeah. What happened at Polly? Yeah, Triple C. Put me school. on, cause I'm not. I'm not from there. Right. I'm in. I'm in. It's the only engineering high school in the state of Maryland. Right. Okay. So okay. So are you on East Side or West Side? West Side. Oh. Okay. West Side. I like that. All day. Wow. All day. All and you with the Polly? No. I'm sorry. Oh. Let's back that up. Oh, so, so oh, so he was showing off. Correct. Okay. He was showing. Oh, off. he was showing off. He was showing off. Okay. Okay. Can you correct him, please? I sure will. Please do. Please do. So while I love yes and celebrate yes. West Baltimore, yes, ma'am, I am a proud graduate of the Baltimore City College High School. Ooh, okay. City forever. City forever. Now, even City though forever. I may have gotten put out of Institute of Notre Dame, mm. Mm. you were asked to leave. Okay. That's their fault. Thank you. I would never kick you out of anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I don't I'm even understand. Right? That didn't take full advantage of your potential. I mean, it was like the beginning of my revolutionary route. Right. right. They you didn't still... even know what was going on. Right. Exactly. Sorry for them. They lost. They lost. That's all right. I know. They but, do it for no but, opportunity. But city, city, city attained me. Yes. Okay. And claimed me. I like that. And then what happened there? Right. I mean, the rest is history. I'm going to tell y'all about it. That's okay, it. Well, okay. oh, that's what I'm talking tell about. I like it. it. Tell y'all about it. Like so, it. J-O-T-F, mm-hmm. bam. I know what it stands for. Yeah. Job Opportunities Task Force. I love it. Yeah. Now, what made you come up with this? So, actually, I didn't come up with it. Uh, so, okay. I'm not the founder. Okay. Um, I started at the organization in 2011 mm. uh, doing policy work. So, I was... Hired to do a lot of work in Annapolis trying to change laws that would eliminate barriers for low-income workers to access high-wage jobs. Mm. And so around this time, um, there was also a lot of national momentum around this thing called reentry. There were a lot of folks that were coming home and they were unable to secure employment because of their criminal record. They were coming home from incarceration. Okay. And they were unable to secure employment because of their criminal background. Now, in Maryland, this was particularly um, an issue because Maryland has something that other states doesn't have. Maryland has this online database called the Maryland Online Judiciary Case Search. Okay, This is an online database where all you have to do is have Internet access and you can access anyone's criminal record all the way back to the 70s. Now, I'm not saying that this should be abolished, okay? This mm. is a, a useful tool. I mean, I use it in dating. Okay. I know that's right. However, there are instances where it can be used against individuals. And many times when those individuals are trying to move forward, their very record is being used against them and prevents them from being able to secure employment and housing and all of these things. And so I felt that it was incumbent upon me i'm in a workforce space right we're trying to figure out how do we get folks jobs but in baltimore city there was a significant segment of the working population that was effectively unemployable because they had a criminal record employers just weren't willing to hire them because they had a record and so i felt that it was incumbent upon me i saw it in my family i saw it with friends even in my own neighborhoods right i can't help you get a job if employers aren't going to be willing to hire you with this record if you haven't been able to obtain skills while you were behind the fence and now you expecting to be paid you know twenty dollars an hour and you haven't gained any skills and mm. you barely have a high school diploma mm-hmm. right so like what does that look like because now you gotta pay child support mm. 
Yeah, you got some other things and bills and things you got to do, right. and you don't have no dollars and cents coming in. Right. And so for an organization like the Job Opportunities Task Force, how can you do this work in a city like Baltimore City mm. and not figure out how to address this large population of unemployable individuals that are unemployable as a result of their criminal record? And so I actually became CEO because I threw myself into ways in which we can pass laws um, that help folks get records. So this is like, you know, ban the box laws, you know, record expungement laws for certain low-level nonviolent um, offenses, how to help folks get housing, all of these things. Um, I, I did all of that for years as a policy associate and then director of policy, and then I got promoted to CEO. Mm, that is beautiful. Thank you. The youth needs that. Absolutely. Youth, adults. Grown right. Yeah. Right? You got 30, 40, 50 year old folks out here that they in the same situation. But as... the youth is the main problem because they are reckless. You got some 30, 40, 50 year olds out here that's reckless too. I mean, it's. Facts. It, 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 I hear what you're saying, right? It's you. We're seeing more and more and more youth that are just unemployed, not in school, and the one system that they are interacting with, or the two systems they are interacting with, is the juvenile justice system or the adult criminal justice system. That's real. Mm -hmm. But you also got their daddies, their uncles, their brothers that's in the same bucket as them. Absolutely. So it's like, we can't focus just on little Jimmy, little Tyrone, and Unc is just as messed up. Absolutely. Unc might be convincing little Tyrone to help him it's easy to show him when he has something to offer mm-hmm. and bring to the table. Yeah. So, have you seen a big difference in employment with this system that you guys have set up? Yeah, I mean... What's the process like? Like, like paint the picture for me. Say an uh, individual did about 10 years and he's coming home. He just came home. He reaches out to you or you have a system to where you can reach out to the ones that just got home? So, both. Okay. <clears throat> so, usually... Um, it's the former, right? They're reaching out to us. You know, usually as soon as they come home there, you know, PO is like, you got to get a job. So when they go to the Internet, you put in something like job. The first thing that's going to come up, if you put job in Baltimore, usually the first thing that's going to come up is the Job Opportunities Task Force. Nice. Right. Just name alone. Right. right? right. So this is where the hard conversations have to occur. Right. Because real talk, if you coming home after doing a 10, 15, 20 year bid, there are some things that we're going to have to put in place that will make you employable. Absolutely. Because you're not employable yet. Absolutely. You are not employable yet, unfortunately. If you were not able to participate in some type of educational or vocational program behind the fence where you are coming home with a credential that can then be used to help you, you're unemployable. In addition to you still experiencing a level of institutionalization Absolutely. that's going to require a bunch of peeling back. Right. And so that's going to require you to learn how to, yes, deal with authority, but also, you know, show up on time and alarm clock and cell phone and computers. I mean, like all of these Resumes. different things. Right. And conduct yourself in basic conversation. How do I tie? All of these suit. different things where it's like before you ready to be paid $30 an hour, what you expecting to be paid, right. you're not there yet. No. And that's a very hard, steps. right. That's a very hard discussion 
to have with somebody, especially a grown man, a grown woman who've been locked up for 10 plus years. And they like, I'm trying to get my kids back. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. I got something to prove. Right. I'm ready to work. I'm hungry. And I, you see it, but you're just not ready. Yet. Right. Painting that picture is, is a bit difficult for them. Because I know they want to jump in the driver's seat and just have at it. Yeah, it's a harsh reality because, you right. know, they spend so much time behind the wall. They're trying to come back and catch up. But yeah. it's like, like you said, baby steps. Yeah, and then that frustration, like if you are not someone who is knowledgeable about coping mechanisms, you get frustrated because you can't get that money fast, right? Absolutely. Bills mm. are piling up. You know, you got to report to your PO. All of these things are happening. So what you going to do? You're going to go back to what you know. Patience right. and everything. And that's when we get this thing called recidivism. Yeah. Mm. Folks yep. going back in. Because they go back to what they used to do. Because they go back to what they used to do. So you guys help them. Do you do you provide do you provide avenues for them to speak to specialists, mental? Because I know a lot of them should speak with somebody that's on call or, you know, weekly. Yeah. On top of, you know, their living situation. Yeah, so we have a couple tracks because um, I think, you know, folks need to recognize when we're dealing with this population, right. it's levels to this. Absolutely. It's not a monolith. Everybody is not. Everybody who's coming home and going in, they're not the same. They're they not the same. Mm -hmm. So we got a couple different tracks. So we have um, two particular programs that deal with this specific population. So one is the community bail fund for Baltimore City. So what we're doing is those individuals at Central Bookings on low-level nonviolent offenses. We talking about individuals in there for like a $100 bail for rogue and vagabond charges, okay? Right. Instead of being in there, let's figure out what track we need to put you on. So we bail you out. And this could be $100 all the way up to $50,000, $100,000, oh, nice. right? Because they, you get big bails many times for Absolutely. these. You could get a $100,000 bail for a VOP and the original charge was second-degree assault, right? Facts. So we bail them out, but that's not all we do. I need you to show up for court so I can get that bail money back. I was getting ready to say that. Right. I need you to show up for court. So we on you, okay? But not only are we on you just for you, so, so you can show up for court, but, like, what do you need? You want to go back to school? You need a job? I mean, what what is it? Mental are health? you very selective? Kind of. Because it can't just be anybody. No. So I'm curious, what's the interview process on speaking with that individual to know, all right, I'm going to give him a shot? So it's it's not an interview process. It's more, um, it starts off with if you are represented by Office of the Public Defender, right? So you already have that type of representation in place. Um, it's a public defender? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you are, you know, if it's you're... Not, it's not Reverend Leon Love, right? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Gina! <laughs> Bruh. You see how I'm scratching my eye like this? Right. You see how I'm scratching my eye like this? That's all I scratch. My God. <laughs> You're so stupid. They'd be like, sis, because I can't. Right, right, right. So. Fall back there. Right. So the Office of the Public Defender. Okay. So they identify individuals who initially first list is like nonviolent offenders they in there for like low level offenses and they they don't got a hundred dollars and they don't know anybody who have a hundred or two hundred dollars absolutely out, okay so what we do is we pretty much like do you want to be bailed out usually they're like hell yeah right okay? so 
Then we start getting in touch with your family members. We start looking on your social media, like doing all types of assessments. So just getting an idea, a picture. What kind of individuals? What we gonna be dealing with? Absolutely. Okay. What we gonna be dealing with? Right. Once we bail you out, there's a we we practically spend the night at Central Bookings because the way it works is like they don't know when they're going to be released. We don't know when you're going to be released, but we know we got to make contact with you as soon as you release so you can see how serious we are about we need you to show up for court. Mm. Like you got to show up for court. I because know y'all we, busy because this is Baltimore City. We like we, I hate <laughs> saying this, but we almost like a nonprofit bail bondsman. You are because it's like a nonprofit like bounty hunter. Wow. Where it's like we we on you. You got okay? to be though. Got to be on you. And I mean, our in terms of failure, failure to appear, like we started this bail fund in May 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. We bailed out 30 individuals. Only two individuals have failed to appear. Really? Wow. That's wow. phenomenal. That's dope. That's phenomenal. And so making sure they appear for court, getting the bail money back, and then helping them like you want to go to school, you want to get a job, all of those things. So those are the folks that's just like... They end bookings, they coming home, right? Okay. Many times they're not even ready for a job. We're just trying to figure out what are the things you need to do because, you know, like, the jail is almost like a homeless shelter, mental asylum. Like, that's that's what we got at the booking facilities mm-hmm. there. The second track is for those that they, like, these are the older folks. They done done 10, 15 years. They home. They serious. But they just need some steps. Like, right. help me use a computer. Some help guidance. me do this. I need some guidance, right? Yeah. But I'm serious, right? right? I don't you we don't gotta worry about all of that extra stuff. Just put me on track. Right. And I'm good. These are the folks where, you know, we put them through our construction training program, Project Jumpstart, partnering with associated builders and contractors. They learn in carpentry, electrical and plumbing. We doing things like we pay for your driver's education. You get up to three thousand dollars, you know, to go towards a personal vehicle because you gotta have a car. We helping you with you know your legal issues. Then you're placed either in electrical carpentry or plumbing and then you know putting you in a formal apprenticeship so that you know you eventually making 20 40 dollars an hour you know within a year or two and two three years ago you was just locked up that's so super it's, dope it's thinking about all the different tracks to address all of the different folks that's coming home wow uh-huh. That's and amazing. How are you all? How are you all funded? Is it through? I was getting ready to ask because uh, I'm about to ask for a loan. Uh, <laughs> Let me hold something. I'm trying to be an electrician. Right, I know you got it. What you trying to do? Me all Electrician. One more time. What you trying to be? <laughs> what you trying to be? <laughs> the heavy Latin tongue is getting in the middle of the electrician. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did he say an electrician or a nutritionist? Right, one of them. Uh, electrician. Right. Okay, okay, okay. That's what wires and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. No, but yeah. I mean, good. our funding is a mix, right? So, right. you know, we got foundation funding mm-hmm. from, you know, private foundations like the Casey's and, you know, those types of Weinbergs and those major foundations. Oh, wow. Um, but when it comes to, like, our bail fund type community type work, Honestly, it's like community donations, and you'd be surprised who it comes from. It's like folks who really don't have it, like family members that's just like, no, I get it. But it's also from folks who, former officers, right, wow. that are like, wow. yeah, that are like, no, we understand how we the same folks that we keep seeing, right. if they just had an opportunity over here mm. or was able to do this, now, this ain't for everybody, okay? Like, some of them, it's, they not ready for the opportunity. They want to do what they do, okay? But for a lot of them, it's like, look, if they just had an opportunity, if they was connected with a JOTF, I wouldn't have to keep seeing them all the time. I wouldn't have to keep dealing with them. So I support what you're doing. Gotcha. 
So it's like a range of community members and folks that end up like donating to our fund where like we got over, you know, almost a hundred thousand in our bail fund. That's wow. super dumb. Well, what about the um the corner boys? The uh you know, wash your window boys at the at the, the lights. Squeegee boys. Squeegee boys. Squeegee boys. Is can you guys look out for them too? Can they just walk in and be like, hey, I need a job? Right. Is, is there something in place me? for them? Right. Yeah. So. Because it's a lot of 20 year olds doing that too. It's it's a lot of 20 year olds doing that. What? It's, it's a lot of 30 year olds. And it's cool 20 year olds because they watch over the young ones and tell them, yo, chill. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're kind of in charge of them. And sometimes. It depends where you're at. On the west mm. side, I know there's a, there's the head dude, he like runs them. Mm-hmm. But he's well mannered and talking mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious is there something set up in place for them? Yeah, so I mean, it's tricky when it comes to squeegee boys because you have some folks who, you know, actually believe that squeegeeing is like okay as an employment opportunity. Right. Right. And it's like, that's a temporary fix for, you know, but that that, that should never be a thing. Never. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because one, I think there's some legal questions there. Like something I, something is against the law in terms of, you know, that's that an, practice. That's another ball game. Okay, right. Something something so that's a whole thing over there, right? But just in terms of being able to thinking that that's a primary way of bringing in money. Right. That can't be what we do in Absolutely the city of Baltimore, not. right? Because right? you got Nowhere. whole families out there. You got the, you got the kid, you got the uncle, you got the dad. All of them out there squeegeeing. Right. You got the squeegeeing, selling waters. Everybody on the same like. Absolutely. That is not economic opportunity, With mobility, no security, stability. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mint, mint, sweat like a motherfucker, but you want me to buy water from you? <laughs> I was ready. I know you wasn't. <laughs> It was raining one day, right? <laughs> Hear me up. It was raining, right? <laughs> Balling down raining. Okay. I'm at the stoplight. Okay. <laughs> Squeezy boy pull up to the car. Okay. And what happened? Let me get your window. <laughs> I know you I want to be like, I'm looking like, my man, the fucking rain, bro. I don't need your services, baby. He like, I need some cash though. But I get it. I still gave him a couple dollars, but I'm like, mm-hmm. fam, like they got cash at them. They do. They sure do. With a card, right? Tell you, they tell you real fast, right? They got the cards with the with the. Um, yeah, we take cash app, whatever. They be like, so good, so give me the donations. But you know what? I, QR I, I, code and all. I that. respect the hustle. Right. I do. But it's just got to be a better way. It's a di- you need a different hustle. You need different. It's raining, fam. I don't need your services. Got to keep your car dry in the like, rain. Like, c- come on, come on. Yeah. I don't need soapy water. But but the fact that that's half the them, time is just water. It ain't even soap in the motherfucker. <laughs> it's not. But I get it. Yeah, it's not. It's gotta be a better way. It has to be a better way. Absolutely. It has to be a better way. Yeah. And that's what we are trying to help figure out. Help the city figure out. Help the state figure out. Right. Um, because I mean, even something as simple as I remember a couple years ago, um, and at the time this was um a couple commissioners ago. And um, I was in a meeting and uh, the commissioner comes up to me and he says, we really have to do something. And I was actually shocked that, you know, here was someone in law enforcement that was like, no, 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 we're going to do something about this. He's like, we have to do something about the fact that there are too many individuals out on our streets that don't have valid IDs. Can't produce IDs. You don't have 
like state issued photo IDs. This is something I mean, think about it. This is something that we take for granted. Right. right. Like it's not easy. It's it's not difficult for us to, you know, obtain, maintain an ID. Right. It's like second nature for us. But for so many folks, like they don't have it for whatever reason. And you're not having ID, not being able to be identified. You all know what that means. Right. A lot of problems. A lot of problems that are unnecessary. Absolutely. And so the commissioner at the time was like, look, you, J.O.T.F., need to figure out how we can pass a law that ensures that everyone, just starting off, whoever is returning from incarceration, that they are issued a state-issued photo ID in the lease. Because on the streets, or even if you're going to apply for a job, who's going to hire you and the only ID you got is a jail ID? Absolutely. They're going to look at that shit and be like, nah, we good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like... Or apparently... What happened? Not nothing. It's been fixed. It's just... We're good. We are good. We're good. We're good. Appreciate you for coming through. It's, I mean, it's that stigma. It's, it's just so there. Stigma. Right. Or even on the streets, and I didn't know this, but, you know, it's like, look, if you can't produce ID, there's a chance you could be detained. Because no, you can't produce ID. Yeah, that's correct. And so, like, how, we, how do you prevent that? Ensure that folks have IDs. Hmm. Something as simple as that. I think, I think it's Maryland state law that you don't have to carry your ID. Mm-hmm. Didn't that pass that not so long ago? That you don't have to carry it? Yeah. People don't walk around with IDs all the time. No, well, that's just because they... Yeah. Like she said, no, it's, it's a law. No, you you got to walk. You're supposed to. So maybe it's a Baltimore city it's ordinance. A, it's probably it's a city ordinance. It's a city ordinance. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. City ordinance doesn't trump Maryland law. Yeah, it's just no, the fact that people, they just don't Is it a law, though? No, no, no. But people do walk around. No, because... No, absolutely. Is but is there a law that states that one, you either have to walk around with it, or if you don't have your ID, that you could be detained? Or is it a, like a practice? Well, you, you can... Here's the thing. And if it depends if it's in reference to whatever you get a call. Say officer gets a call. Right. You know what I'm saying? He goes out to investigate it. Right. The individual in reference to that call, the officer can talk to him in reference to what's going on in that situation. Right. If he doesn't have ID, uh-huh. he can detain him to verify his identity. Okay. Right. Okay. That's a couple it. years ago, you could be placed under arrest if you didn't have a valid Maryland Just state identity. Just in general. In general. Right. Okay. But I think the city pass something where you can't arrest them based solely based off of that okay so that's just at the city level that's right. not like it's not statewide so so okay. with that being in place here's the problem right if i'm investigating a shooting mm-hmm. and i have an individual that shot i don't know who this guy is yeah how can i notify his family how do i know where he come from how do mm-hmm. how, how do i know anything mm-hmm He's walking around with no ID because he's doing whatever he does. He's, you know, see the problems it presents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that the another piece of it is many times when folks go to get their IDs, it's like it's all of these like random fines and fees that pop up where they yeah. end up having to pay like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and they just be like, "Fuck it." Yeah, right. I'm just going. I can see that too. I'm just going to ride dirty. But at the end of the day, you know. You're an individual, especially if you're an adult. It behooves you to act accordingly. And, I mean, it's ID. It's identification. It's you. A lot of people, I would say more people have ID that just choose not to carry it. And a lot of them have ID that just want to be assholes and buy. I ain't giving you my information. Fuck you. Well, I mean. That's not flex. You bothering me and shit. (coughs) You 
said. Well, and I mean that 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 it's might that might come from folks being just like why like why do I have to produce my idea? Absolutely, and that's on the case by case situation. Yeah, you know, but I get it. It's you know, it's easy to just have your idea. I love when they like. I'm like, hey, sir, my police see your ID. They be like, nah. <laughs> they be like, let me see your ID. I'm like. Oh, we're gonna play that game. This this whole thing? Yeah, the uniform, this thing? the badge, none of that. None of that. Type of no. But can okay. I say no? Like, if you're like, let me yes. see your ID. Like, seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, you can say. No. I can say no. You can say whatever you want. And then what happens? It depends. Depends on that situation. It depends on the office. So, like, okay, so say, like, you know, what, what, what am I here talking to you for? Okay, so wait a minute. If it's so, up, talk to me. Say it's Is like gun in the car. Well, we don't know yet. Okay. Mm, yeah, okay. We don't. Well, won't you give us give us okay. a situation? I'm trying, action. and you throwing guns in it and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to lay out the situation. Have a right, right okay. to remain Okay, so say you know a couple ladies, you know, get a little rowdy, had a couple drinks and everything. There's a little stumbling. Someone like you know, you get a call for like some something else in the area, right? right? And like now you're just trying to ask questions, right? Just to see if something happens, and you run across like me and my group of ladies and you know we're just whatever and so you're like <laughs> ladies you know this is i'm got a call for blah 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 blah. i'm just investigating to make sure everything's okay right 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 let me see your id and i'm like why huh right yeah i'm not showing you my id no. i don't i ain't had nothing to do with all of that right uh-uh then what i'm just gonna be like well ma'am i just want to get a better understanding of who i'm dealing with I mean, here's my information. I'm the officer on scene. Well, let me tell you who I'm dealing with. Okay. You're dealing with somebody that's not going to show you my ID. Okay. Mm. Ma- ma'am, you have a good night. Get home safe. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Get home safe. Right. Something like that. I'm not even so gonna... that can happen? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I have gonna... no complaint. I'm there to investigate I'm if there's a situation. I'm not talking So, if, you know, I'm going to try. But if you're like, you know, go kick rocks. Yes, sir. No problem. Have a good night. Let me tell you, I think that like role plays like that need to happen yeah. more often. You did a really good job, I, too. I like, really? I know that was a really, a really good job. That's awesome. Yeah. You're a natural. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. because I was about to, I didn't know whether I should say thank you or not. And then when you said I'm a natural, I was like, no, wait a minute. Go, go, I was just playing. <laughs> I was just playing. Yeah, right. Washington. Exactly. She got to be in front of the I was just playing. I was just playing. No, that's awesome. But I mean, like these role plays, it's like, I think a lot of times when they do like role plays and like trainings, it's like very, very, like this is what you can but like that's something that's real where like yeah. folks need to understand like no this is what you can and cannot do like that that should be like a know your rights training you know and I tried you know when we had an interview with Van Lathan like I wish I'd have said this but we, we had to wrap up you know I advise anybody to go to your local law enforcement go to a citizens academy do their shoot don't shoot videos because mm-hmm. that gives you a sense of real life situation and I guarantee you, if you go through that, it, 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 you'll have a better a better perception of what the job really is and what it entails. Mm-hmm. And go for a ride along so you can see what officers do day in and day out on a daily basis. Yeah. A lot of people tend to just judge and not know what the fuck they're right. talking about. A ride along will change your life. Absolutely. 100%. Hands down. A real ride along? Well, what's a, I mean, how do you qualify? What's a real ride along? You, you know, we just talked about it. All, all you need is an identification. Boom. That's it. You go that sign is. paperwork. Yep. They give you a bulletproof vest, and yep. you go with that officer for eight to ten hours. Yep. For his shift, entire and, uh, shift. hundred percent. Okay. The certain calls you may not be allowed. Certain to calls they're not going to take you to. 
Like a priority one? But that's what but that was my question. I was like, what's the difference between a real ride along and just No, like that a is a that's a real ride along. Like right. Like if if there's an ongoing shooting, you're not Okay. Gonna oh well yeah, understandably, yeah. But like I mean, you know, domestics a homicide your basic calls for service yeah. you're gonna go anything to. other okay. than that that you're not being placed in danger nothing okay. active you're yeah you could you can see all that and majority of it you can see it from the car but it's a lot to see yeah. absolutely yeah you see a lot you and see things lot. can elevate see that's and that's that's another reason why this podcast is so different this is so unique because you got two active detectives mm-hmm. letting you know we're on the job. We do this. We've been doing this for going on 11 years now. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. But 11 years on, we still got more time than officer in the county. No disrespect. But we deal with different things to a different degree. Because we see I, it so I much. We see it so agree. much. So that's why, you know, we love what we do. That's why we're the number one law enforcement podcast in the country. And it's still the best job in the world. I love it. I I'm love never it. leaving Baltimore. You heard? No. I love it. This this town, this it's job. Amazing. That is so beautiful to hear. This town is like amazing. a true Baltimorean. Oh, no. We talk about and this and it's time. and it's very it's very rare that you also hear um and I'm just gonna put this out there. It's very rare that you hear, you know, Men, men of color, who are also able to connect with community on a community level and still be able to articulate unapologetically their passion and love for the profession of law enforcement, right? Like, usually it's like hidden behind some type of it's like yeah I do but I do because it's just a paycheck you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. at work it might be like no I do this because we in this together but Absolutely. like at home it's like I mean it's just a paycheck so it's like very rare that you hear that and and even though it's like the stress and the strain between community and law enforcement for good reason in many instances it's still important to know that there are people in the profession that actually see this as more than just a job. Like it's you, you, you need that in law enforcement. Absolutely, everybody. It does not matter. And even the folks who are out here that say defund the police, police reform, all of that. Let's be very clear. Everybody at the end of the day, they want to be able to have safe communities. Yes, they want safe communities. Right. So you you. And you we want nothing our, more than, than to have an officer that's from that community. Yeah. We need our doesn't officers. have to be the same city, but you grow up. The hood is the hood. Yeah. And the city's the inner city. And I, So I don't think, you want folks that understand that? Absolutely. So I think like your great officers, like our fellow silverbacks, right? We understand that. We understand that the hood is the hood. We understand that this is the job. But I think I think we love the people more. I love my job, but I feel like I love the communities, all communities. I don't care if you're Russian sure. or Martian. Sure. Like, if I'm not in that community and I'm serving that community and we get to know the people in that community, we love the community more than we love the job. Because it's really the people. Not Okay. Like, we're out there, right? Like, how many times, you know, grandma came up to us and like, hey, thank you for being out here. To me, that's worth more than my paycheck. You wonder why? Because ninety percent of the job is talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. When grandma says, "Yo, I could go to the store," because you guys are out here. Right. That's a blessing. And to me, it's like, wow! Like, we were able to impact her life that much that she's saying that she's so happy 
just because we're here and we cleared out that corner mm-hmm. and the whatever's not out there, mm-hmm. she can easily go to the store because usually she can't. But I also want there to be a point where she can go to the store, not because the police are out there. Well, that's a different right, right. That's I mean, we we should be getting to that so that we y'all should. are y'all are focusing. I guarantee you, every on, cop, every cop wants that. You but you, you every wanna, cop wants that. You want to know what the biggest thing? I don't know why people think police work is easy or it shouldn't take. You should just tell them no, no. You cannot walk up to a block or to a group of individuals and tell them, "Listen, I need you to leave." <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. let, let, let's be realistic. Like, how mm-hmm. far is that going to go? Mm-hmm. You're going to get a bunch of mother effers. Get the fuck. Who, who the fuck you think Look you at the example with? I just gave you. Who you know what I'm saying? Of me being just like drunk right. out with my friends. Like, y'all, this is my block. Who you, Yeah, friend? right. Who the fuck are you? You what, what you, I got to get out of what? what? you just got on? Fuck out. And they asked that question because they know that area. They yeah. know the officers that are actively engaging in that area. Mm-hmm. So, like, when me and him got on, when me and Dre, when we was on Bel Air Nerman, they see our face every day. And they was, know how we are. We right? get and we get out our car. We right. park our car. Right. We go walk a couple blocks. We know our business owners. We know the little the, the little young ones that run their mouth. Mm-hmm. But lock up a few. Yeah. Talk to them. They know where you're from. Yeah. They know how you operate. They know you're not a piece of shit officer. They know. Once you talk to them and you and they understand why you locked them up for mm-hmm. and where you come from, mm-hmm. that's when you build that bond. They so know. that's when you go to the block and they're like, yo, they call me, they call us New York. Yo, I love y'all. How you feeling, bro? It's good seeing you. Yeah. yeah. I ain't been there what five, six years. I go back, yo, big yo, what's up, bro? And they yo, grown, we miss you, man. Grown men they grown now. men now. Yeah. Where you been there? Yeah. They got you downtown mm-hmm. now? And it sucks because, like, yo, all the great ones, they're like, yo, damn, we miss y'all, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to that point, you know, I remember last summer um, there was a new officer in our neighborhood. So I'm in southwest Baltimore. Um, there was a new officer in the neighborhood. And um, it was clear that there was excitement on the part of this officer to be in, you know, whether it was, um, you know, this district or whatever. But he was you know just he had all the gear on and he was standing in a way where it was almost like anybody it was given the impression that you know I, I to the community at least it was like i want you to challenge me and robocop yeah and what was so awesome was that it was like well first community members it was like they were like starting to like you know taunt and all of that and y'all this was early in the morning i was walking my dog it was like seven o'clock in the morning i had my bonnet on i was like oh lord it's right. about to be here we go early it's about to be popping. come on sasha <laughs> but what was so awesome was that all of a sudden you see the officers that we used to seeing that was like Come on, man. No, you can't have all of that out there. You know, I mean, like, literally check the guy and mm-hmm. to make sure he understood if you're going to be here. Now, I don't know what he said, but he said something to get him to understand. Like, if you're going to be here, you got to understand what, like, the community, like, right. what they're going to respond to and what they're not going to respond to. Absolutely. And and every day after that, he was just, like, regular. Lay back. Cool. Regular. That's... Regular that's, and folks could just like communicate with them and, and sometimes like sometimes that's what it takes. No one's saying that, you know, there's an expectation that you've gotta be down in the gutter doing the but like just exactly what you said. Look, just here's the here's the, the harsh reality of it. And here's the difficulty part of it. 
right? That officer. Mm-hmm. That was his first day there, right? Yeah. Tomorrow, he might be on the other side of town, a completely different neighborhood. And need to do that. And need all that. Yeah. So it's like. I can see that. He has to gauge. You know, he doesn't know. Now, it's going to take some time for him to work all the sides. Like when we used to work Bel Air Road, mm-hmm. like the attention that Bel Air Road needed was completely different from Hartford Road. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. The, the the area, the land, right, completely different. But y'all are able to adapt and adopt, right? You're so, and you're not so, everyone can do well, that. Well, you want to why? Because it's 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 easy for us, I guess, because of the individuals we are. Police work it takes a while for you to hone in on your skill set in becoming an officer. At least six years. At least. Because you got to learn how to handle the calls for service. And I would say six I would say six years like in it. Yeah, like every day. It. it takes six years for you to be involved every day for you to... You got to learn how to become an officer. You got to hone in on your skill set. There's a lot of people, even officers, that don't know how to conduct themselves in basic conversation with people. Right. A lot of them don't have the temperament for the job. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it comes with the territory in any line of work. But being an officer, you start in patrol. That's where you hone in on your skill set on talking to people, mm-hmm. dealing with calls for service, learning the layout of the land, mm-hmm. the, the 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 streets, the hundred blocks. Get familiar with that area, that territory. So it takes time. Us, it didn't take long because we were just super busy. We we're super happy and excited to do the job. What a lot of officers don't know, or what they don't, what they forget. We're dealing with communities that have been here since the 60s, the 50s. You got you to gotta remember, during that time, the uniform at that time wasn't a good thing to wear. Because even people in the uniform were doing bad things across the Mason-Dixon line. Coming mm-hmm. to hangings, the lynchings. Mm-hmm. Officers were doing that. Mm-hmm. And they let people conduct themselves in that fashion. So a lot of officers forget the people that we protect day in and day out. They come from that era. Mm-hmm. So you got to understand, a lot of people are not going to like the uniform. Yes, we can't do nothing about that because that's the past, but that that's that's the stain that this uniform carries. Mm-hmm. And it takes us, phenomenal agents of our department, to eliminate that. This is the new way of law enforcement. This is how we conduct ourselves. And that's, it, I think it that that'll plant the seed to make even better officers to make the public love us and genuinely love what we do when they get it when they get an idea of that person mm-hmm. not the badge that individual because mm-hmm. that goes a long way in changing I also I think there's also something else that would um, contribute to a lessening of a resentment for law enforcement from the community and this is something that's not going to be new to both of you all um having to get involved in family issues that aren't necessarily that's always tough it's tough right because if i'm someone that sees you as the one that you know there was an issue between me and my significant other and we're gonna be together next week Mm -hmm. that officer was the go-to i mean i I'm just supposed to call 911, right? right? So now we both charged with second degree assault, with Absolutely. assault too, yeah. right? Domestically, what is it, the tag that they have, domestically charged domestic incident, yeah, yeah, right? And so now I'm looking at you like you the reason why you came in here and you didn't have to do that, da 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 but now I'm also supposed to look at you as protect and serve. 
And so, like, how do you, and I know that DV issues is, like, a whole beast. Trust and believe, I know. But, like, how do you you navigate that? We keep it professional. There's no navigating. You did it or you didn't. Yeah. Listen, you're the reason why I came here. I got nothing but love and respect for you. But if I get a call for service and I got to come to your household, I'm conducting business. What happened? Body cameras on. What's okay. going on? Right, right. You call me here. So once I investigate, whatever you tell me, if there's marks on you that I visibly can see and investigate that, okay. that something happened, and the individual's there running his mouth, blase, blah, whatever the case may be. Okay. If it's deemed that somebody has to get locked up, it is what it is. Well, how do both people get charged then? Uh, depends equal on marks. whatever officer. Something easy like equal marks. Yeah, equal like, marks. You know, she got marks, he got marks. Or if she, clearly. Uh, or if she admits, yeah, I hit him. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, Sometimes, it, you know, when they explain them, when you separate them, yeah, I did it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I appreciate your honesty. Turn around, please. Right. <laughs> so the yeah. day we got a job to do. Right. Yeah. It's business. I would say domestics is probably the second most dangerous call to go to besides uh, car stops. And you want to know why? Yeah, because you're going into that. the unknown. Yeah. And it's the heat and it's of emotional. the emotion. Yeah. It's so emotional. You know, that guy... He just found out his girl was texting the next dude. Right. He 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 don't care what you gotta say to him. He's trying to deal with why why you texting the next dude? What happened? At the football game. She called, you know what I'm saying? I usually get a big a big boost on that time. Not even just football really? games. Yeah, anything, bro. But like yeah, like let him even see a vi- those are the worst calls when he sees something or when she sees, you know, on the cause everything's on the phone now, right? She might get a video. He might get a video. And, you know, they call. Yeah. That's the worst. And it's, that's the it's worst scary. one. It's scary because um, I'm saying younger and younger and younger folks get oh, yeah. caught up in these DV issues. Mm-hmm. Where Absolutely. It's like these, these instances of anger where they're fighting, but they in love and like... I mean, you like 16, 17, 18. Yeah, right. And we at have bail review. At that age, you shouldn't be in a relationship. Like, what is going at on? At all. That's another, that's another episode. Okay? You got that's a lot to work on. Before, that's another one. Before you get it. That's another one. Yeah. Like an officer in uh, Stockton, California passed away last week. He went to a domestic hall. So he gets there. I guess uh, dispatcher said, um, the neighbor had called and said that they're hearing uh, female screaming. Mm-hmm. Police show up. He gets there. He gets to the front door. Knocks on the door. All he hears, hey, officer, followed by gunfire at him. Gets greeted. That's how he's greeted. Out the, out I mean, was there alcohol involved? No, like, we don't know that. Alcohol? We don't know that. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. He knocks on the door, and when the door opens, it's, hey, officer, so that throws you off. You're like, okay, that's friendly. And then, bang, 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 bang. Okay, that's friendly, instantaneously, followed by gunshots. It ain't, what's up, officer? Or like, fuck you, officer. No, no it's, hey, hey officer. officer. Pop, 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 pop. Then stands on top of him. You're not reaching for your gun. You know, you're here to fix a problem. You're here to help. Then stands on top of him, execution style. And, and then a, the officer's partner comes up and immediately engages. Engages with the individual. He shot at the officer while he was in the car. And then he goes in the house, grabs his son. Chokes, chokes his, his son, son In front of the officer. To the point that the, the kid is 
His feet. Okay, but clearly there is some level of like mental disability or something that, happening. Exactly, in but exactly. you know what? But you That's wasn't us going into the unknown. That. You wasn't expecting mm-hmm. that. When that officer, may he rest in peace, and God bless yeah, his family and everything else, when he left roll call, he did not know he's going to die that day. Well, why isn't something b- being able to happen at like the 911 dispatch where like you it's are only so much a dispatch is told because, I get it, you're right, right, you're right, you look, can't, right? it's mer- it, right, all right, yeah. okay, yeah. I can't get my She probably details. said, hey, I need him to get, I just need him to leave. Well, I didn't even it ask. Wasn't the even neighbor that. heard it. The yeah. neighbor had the neighbor called. Neighbor. Yeah. So you didn't have a yep. complainant. Yeah. Yep. The complainant yep. stayed yeah. in the house and yep. just gave that information to the dispatcher. Yep. The officer is supposed to investigate everything yep. once he got on scene. It's the unknown. Yeah. He don't know what's going on. But that's what officers deal with day in and day out. We, we go to the unknown. And make chicken salad out of chicken shit. We're basically walking into booby traps every day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just, I just want to say that there's no way that you can make chicken salad out of chicken, chicken shit. shit. How about that? They tried them. Yeah, because I'm not. They gonna... want us to. <laughs> like just the visual alone. Chicken salad. You threw her off. <laughs> Because I, I was over here, like I was with it. I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Mm. She's no, but, never gonna have a chicken but, salad. But, I was like, never. And I'm a chicken salad connoisseur, so I'm like, yo, you can't. But real talk, Karen, coming Damn from man. coming from the other side of that, I used to be a court commissioner for five years. So mm. after they did the arresting of individuals, the people that we had the most problems with weren't the murderers, weren't the drug dealers, was the individuals that came in with domestic violence. And most of the time, most of these people. Nine and a half times out of ten, this wasn't their first time. This wasn't their second time. This wasn't their third time. This was their eighth, ninth, tenth, or eleventh, or twelfth time, beating on the same individual yeah. every time. Okay, so I and they would come in, this. and then they would come in, and then take that anger from them, and then that girl, and then and then try to bring it upon the person that is about to give them a bail. I'm not sending you back home. I know. Okay, but I struggle with this. This is what I struggle with, and I don't right. just. This is what I struggle with. Let me hear it. If you came in there 10 times, you right. Let me hear it. Go I'm ahead. I'm going to give you all an example where I was literally in the bail review and I was like, Ugh. So we had an individual um, who we were helping out, you know, in the workforce space, right? Mm-hmm. He gets locked up for assault one and two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, girlfriend has some visible marks, right? He also has a conviction from 2017. This was like three months ago. He also has a conviction from 2017, same charges, okay? Mm -hmm. So usually I am one that will go before the judge and be like, your honor, like just because this happened a couple years ago, like, you know, things are trying, come on, like just release them to me, like everything will be, and usually I'm, we're good about keeping them on track and everything. But there are some cases where it's like, oh. So in this one instance, it was clear that like, he went back and down. Like she was she was at the hearing. She was like, This is what I look like. And to your point, like, he was upset about some text messages. Now, this is where I become torn as the CEO of the Job Opportunities Task Force that runs the community bail fund for Baltimore City, right? But is also someone who was born and raised in Baltimore City, still live in Baltimore City and still understand what it look you know, what it's like to live, you know, around the corner from Baltimore and Cary. Okay. Mm. So jail is central bookings, there's nothing rehabilitative mm. about that in any sense of the term. 
However, while that may not be the best place for you, just roaming out freely may also not be the best situation for you because there's clearly something that you need to be connected with. It probably stronger than a, you know, anger management classes, something. And so you have a system where it's like, how do we reduce our pretrial population? Right. But at the same time, you just, you, you just had a recent conviction, same thing, still doing this. She got visible marks. This is where we get torn, right? Because our job is how can we get you out and help you move away from this? But also at the same time, are you ready for our help? Right. You ready for this? If you're going to go out and bust ahead to the white meat again. You you still love her. Yeah. Right. You got to let that go. Love her. Like. He going to see him when he get out. And he going to see him when he get out. You know that. Absolutely. And she going to be there with open arms. Hungry eyes. There was one time we were in court and it was like, okay, like I'm I'm here to defend you. Okay. We here in the court. Before we were here in the court. He was, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, all right. All right. All of a sudden. They were like, y'all gotta go. You gotta get your... What? What you mean? He was supposed to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Apparently, he gonna go to her like, so is this really what you doing? Right. At the courthouse. Yeah, no mm-hmm. doubt. At the courthouse. Yeah, he didn't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yo. That's right. Cool. Come on cool. back down here. I, I got That's, something for I you. I got you. Right. Hey. Come, get, come get this 50 grand. That's called At love. At the courthouse? Come get it. Hey, it's called listen, love. Is she gonna be there? Mm-hmm. She's yeah. yeah, she will. They be yeah, right at the bell window. Yeah, they be they be right there. Yeah, she will. Putting their house up. Mm. So right tell now. me, have you had any good police interactions or encounters? Yeah, I was just about to say that. She got one too. Go ahead. Break I it do. Out. What is your life like when it comes to police? I mean, besides meeting us. Right. Or me. Chocolate. 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 Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Caramelo chocolate. Wow. Sure. Get low sure. Um, So I actually have two specific. I mean, I. All right. So. Specific, <clears throat> not Pacific. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Go Baltimore. Go Baltimore. Go Baltimore. I saw yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Uh, listen, <laughs> hey, hey, listen. She shook me up when she said uh, curry. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, that's grape diction because you, you ain't go curry. When I was about to say North and curry, you talking about North and curry and no Baltimore, F. Baltimore and curry. There you go. Nice. Get them. Get them. We, we know. We know how to. Yeah. You're having a good time. Mm-hmm. We know. I appreciate That's that city forever. That's that city education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know, interestingly, enough like professionally I work around law enforcement a lot whether it's you know doing policy work in Annapolis where I'm working with the lobbyists for whether it's you know FOP state police BPD um, on the local level you know just trying to figure out how can you know we make things happen um, but on a personal level there are two specific instances so my freshman year of college I was actually locked up Where'd you go to school? Um, Washington College on the Eastern Shore, Chestertown. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and, you know, a couple friends of ours, first weekend after first semester, we back in Baltimore. Showing off, huh? Right? We okay. all home from college. Yeah, you got that good young energy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And when we was like at we college, we learned about this thing called weed. Okay. I okay. So we all came okay. back, right? The devil's <laughs> lettuce. All came back, right? <laughs> devil's <laughs> lettuce. Right. Never All that. came back. Fried. And we were like, let's Never. smoke weed at Robert E. Lee Park. Okay? Now, y'all, it says no trespassing. We were like, that's where we're going to go. 
Nice. Right there. That's what we're going to do. And that's where we got locked up. Mm. Right there. In the city? Smoking it by Miley. I mean, no, it's right on the city-county line, I think. The county county locked you up? Yeah, I was at Towson. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, county, they're not playing. They were real nice, though. This is the thing. They were real nice. you, but you're coming. Right, the whole time they were like, why are y'all here? And we were still under the influence a little bit, so like we were just... It was it was kind of just it was a thing, okay. But that was it wasn't a bad experience. But right. spent the night in Towson. It was like damn. Had you to really go to, had to lock me up though. Had a record, like mm. I mean, but I wasn't thinking about it back then because I still lived a life of relative privilege, right? Like I wasn't, you know, no opportunities were jeopardized as a result of that. Right. It wasn't until I started doing this work where I was like, wait, I could have not gotten a job because of my record. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm. So that was like my first real initial interaction with law enforcement, right? Still did not give me a horrible impression right. of law enforcement. My most recent was actually today. Oh, wow. All right, so check this out. Okay. Right. I hope it's good. It's good. Yeah. It was good. Well, it not for her, but... Right. I know, right? So, now I don't know exactly where it happened, but at some point today, my tags got stolen. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently this is like a thing lately. It's been an uptick. It's always mm-hmm. been going. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like folks are stealing the tags and Absolutely. then they selling yeah, them and like, tick. it's like a thing, right? They don't sell them. They, they don't them, sell them? No. What are they doing with them? They put them on stolen vehicles. Yeah. So that they don't get pulled over. Exactly. But it's going to it's gonna happen. So when you pull them over or when you run the tag, they don't realize, oh. That tag does not match. Along that vehicle. That vehicle. This whole time, I thought it was just some... Or they're going to go, as they say, hit a lick right. with your tags. So when you're, what when they they're gonna leaving... Do? What they going to do? Hit a lick. That's what they say in the hip-hop songs. I was going to say. Listeners. <laughs> that's what they say on the hip-hop on, on the, the hip-hop, <laughs> the hip-hop songs. Gonna hit a lick. So <laughs> when they're going to hit a lick, right? Uh-huh. And... The cameras catch your car or that car fleeing the scene mm. and they catch the tag. Some detective was like, oh my God, we got a tag. Yo, I thought... And the tag comes back to you. It comes back to you. Yo, I thought it was like... And then we show up. We show up and we're like, ma'am, where were you on such and such date? Right. Oh, I was at work. And you're like, she doesn't look like she robs people. <laughs> I mean, but... I you... don't think she robs anybody. Right. You'd be surprised. And then you'd be like, Oh. I'm just saying, I, I, <laughs> I bailed out to people. I'm like, yeah. you steal cars? Hey, yo, hey, yo I, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> I'd be like, but you're like, you're 63. You're still stealing cars? Yeah. I mean, but with the stealing of the tax, I thought that this was literally like, oh, it's so expensive to get tags and registration no. and all that, so I'm going to steal people's cars and I'm going to no. sell it no. to you. No. no. I thought it was just you. Know, small you no PD, one's gonna you? buy. No one's gonna buy a fake tag. Hell no. That's a headache. No. Yeah. It's I'm gonna do a lick. I need some. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need that tag. So when they come looking for me, it ain't me. Cause they ain't gonna be driving that car long. I will listen. So. So these tags got stolen. I was at a home inspection this morning. Okay. Okay. Get back to my house, and I'm like, yo, where are my tags? Mm, so I'm like, what in the world? 
So I call MVA and they're like, okay, ma'am, what you're going to have to do is you have to call the police, get an incident report number, yeah. and then you can come into the MVA and get your free substitute tags, right? But then the earliest appointment wasn't until like July 20th, unless I was going to drive out to Centerville. I'm not driving out to Centerville. I got things to do. It's holiday weekend. Are you kidding me? To where? Centerville. I don't even know what that is. Right? It's on the Eastern Shore. It's almost to Chestertown. Oh, my God. Definitely not That's going what I'm saying. Right? 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 Not for no plates. Right. Like right. right. Not for no plates. Right. Wasn't happening. Okay? Why you got to go with Centerville? So I was like, that was the only place for the appointment, like the earliest uh. appointment. And uh. like Baltimore was like July 20th because at the NBA, it's all appointments, right? Yeah. So it was like, okay, just get the, you know, incident report number from the cops. That's and then go to tag and title. Right. So I was like, all right, so now I want to be clear. Yeah. I don't think I have ever dialed the numbers 911 purposely, like on, like intentionally. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So I was like, whoo. I mean, I've done it all the time, like by mistake. Right. 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 You're like, young as shit to hang up. I, I did prank it last call. week by prank mistake. Call. When you did prank calling and shit. Right. Home alone shit. I did it last week by mistake. Okay. I mean, okay. sometimes, you know, Hold you down. just. All right. Just happen, right? Okay. Yeah. But I pressed the numbers. Yeah, like you watch just, yourself. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop, boop. We gonna we gonna go back to my story, not to what happened last week. Not what happened last week. So I doubt nine one one, right? So the officers come, and I was, you know, my dog was going crazy, and I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. I was, I was actually like nervous. Yeah. Tell I was nervous, relax. right? Because they come into your house, yeah. and then. You know, my neighbors, right? And you got to understand, when y'all come to people's houses, the neighbors People be like, like oh, what's up? They be signifying I left the door. What she did? What she did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you with them? It's That's a, crazy. It's a, it's a so I'm like, y'all know they throw my dang. You know, I had to go on the guy. Right. So, two officers get there, right? Okay. And so, you know, they're like, okay, what's going on? So, I'm telling them, you know, everything that's happening. And, you know, we're going through the timeline. Now. I'm gonna pause right there because there's a piece that is important for context. What I did not tell you is another piece of JOTF is public policy advocacy. Okay. We spent a lot of time in Annapolis and City Hall trying to pass laws okay. to help this population. Okay. Go back to my story. So the officer is telling me that apparently he's like, you know, Baltimore has one of the highest numbers of folks who driving without insurance, driving without registration, all of that. Yeah. And he's telling me how many times officers end up having to deal with these types of calls, right? Whether it's like stolen, accidents, like all of these things. So I start telling him about the work that my organization does. And he's like, this is actually something we should be supporting. And so it went from my fear of calling law enforcement to actually having a potential partner in legislative efforts to help both on the public safety side, Mm -hmm. but also on the community workforce side. Awesome. That's a beautiful thing. That's an amazing thing. That is a beautiful thing. For them to be able to say, like, yeah, what you're doing to ensure that folks can afford to pay for, like, tags, registration, and especially auto insurance. No, it's huge. Because, like, the officer was like, look, if you don't have auto insurance at the minimum, I got to tell you. Yeah. Yep. Then I got to lock you up. You got to have auto insurance. Yeah. Yep. The car be a city yard. And those are fees. Right. Attruding. Yep. That was a phenomenal conversation. It was. That's dope. Safe to, say, safe to say you had a very good... I did. Very good interaction with law enforcement. I did. That's a I good did. time. I did. Y'all ain't bad. No, no we're great. <laughs> don't, don't get it twisted. We're great. Uh, okay, claim that. I appreciate that. you. Claim yeah. that. 
Own that shit. Right. Claim it. Okay. Okay. Pearly whites. I like it. Okay. Chocolate. Right. I went to the dentist on Tuesday. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Dr. Tamika Jackson. That's what I'm talking about. I was there Tuesday. It's good to have insurance, ain't it? <laughs> Care first. A lot of people can't have that. I mean, I was just there. Right. I was just there. Right. I'm saying a lot. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of holes in their mouth. You know what I'm saying? Chips. Don't look right. That's important. <laughs> right. Having good breath is everything. Mm. <laughs> floss. Right. And brush the floss three times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Three Garden. times a day. Three times. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Do, do do you tell the uh, people that come over to your program the floss? Um. Is that part that's of a great thing? question, though. Is that part of the thing? No. no. Like, hey, resume floss. No. You probably want to be with COVID man. No, I mean, I, ha- I have had to tell folks, like, there was one uh, gentleman where... That's important when you show up to an interview. No. I mean, but it's also important for you not to show up high, right? So, I don't have that problem. I haven't never been high. Yeah, never so been. we get that. Have you ever to somebody with bad breath? All the time. What do you do? She's all the time. <laughs> you tell them. I think you should tell them. Do you? Y- and, do you and, give and, them? and 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 stinky mm-hmm. underarms, right? Because ah! Whoa. Mm-hmm. Really? Do, wait a minute. They still do that? Right. <laughs> yeah. That happens now. Yeah. In twenty twenty one. Like there was one instance I walked into an office and it just like smelled like red onions. And I was like, okay, <laughs> and like and hot dog water. Like let's let's not do this. Right. Yeah. Who's not wearing deodorant? Right. There we go. Like, let's, let's, just, let's just talk let's about it. Let's nip it in the bud right now. Let's just talk about it. Because this office is on fire right now. It's not okay. It's really not. It's not okay. I'll wow. be right back. Do they give you like little deodorant packs and stuff from like some of the hygiene? That's products? crazy. Look, I mean, look, there are times when I show up to the office and I'm like, oh my goodness, I forgot deodorant. Where's the bail fund pack? Let's mm, go. Make them go. Yeah. No, oh, so, oh, so they I'm do have it, yeah. It Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're supposed to. Yeah. No, you're supposed to. Yeah. Why? So why you oh, so they do have it there. I'm where where like, like if somebody know. comes in, like, look, this is for you. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or for me when I don't do it. I mean, yeah, but this it is happens. consistent. It yeah. happens. It happens. Like, if you lift it up and you had an afro down there, I'd be like, yo. What happened? And your underarms was going on, baby. We're not in France. Let me ask you a question. What if I did have an Afro under there, though? There's nothing wrong with it, but We're I'm not just in curious. We're not in France. We're not in France. Well, apparently it's not even in France because I've been seeing some folks on North Avenue where it's like, you know, I'm embracing myself. No, that's mm, not cool. I mean, you can embrace yourself if, if the scent is fresh. Right, but that's when folks want to, you know, use a lot of natural nah, you, stuff. You know what I'm saying? It smells like berries and all that. Yeah, I love it. Uh, listen, I'm he all said for berries. Why? I'm with it. And in, in Absolutely. Song, that's none of my business. Not at all. But when you affecting like enclosed areas, come on. What did you all do like during COVID when like you had folks who, you know, wanted to like sneeze or cough on you, knowing that it was like, how, how did you like? Well, first and foremost, that? I kept my distance at all times. Yeah. Yeah. How could you, if there was, like, someone who, like, if you were in the process of actually, like, putting someone in cups, how much of a distance can you keep? And what if they just, like, no, you know you how you would be. see, like, these crazy people in the grocery stores are like, I'm going to cough on you because. No, nah, you, you got gloves on, everybody had masks on. Yeah, a lot of PPE, yeah. yeah. Okay. I duck COVID, oh, yeah, not once. Okay, okay. Throughout all that. Okay. Did you get your shot? 
Mm-hmm. You're vaxxed? Mm-hmm. What you think I got? Hey, are you vaxxed? Not Johnson & Johnson. Hell no, I got Moderna. What you get? I'm vaxxed. Okay. <laughs> he got Johnson & Johnson. No, I didn't get that. I got the two joints. Okay. Yeah. Did you get Johnson & Johnson? Pfizer. Okay. Pfizer? Pfizer. Pfizer. This is Pfizer. With a P. Pfizer. I got a little son of that. Yeah. Yeah, add it to the juice. Right. Yeah. What are we doing? So are you <laughs> a, here. are you a Baltimore Raven fan? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love the Ravens. The Ravens Why? is actually a big fan of the job opportunities task force. That's Two years dope. ago they gave us a hundred thousand dollars. Really? That's amazing. See, look at that. Awesome. Big fan of the Ravens. That's Thank awesome. you, Dick Cass. Oh wow. All of y'all. Who? Dick Cass. Oh, okay. President of the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy. Sir. Yep. yep. That's awesome. Sir so Dick, Dick Cass, Cass, if you're listening. Damn. Silverback. Pause. All day. Thank you. Appreciate you. Good, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, so what's next for you? Mm. What's next for you? And yeah. Like, where does a CEO go All from? Right. What's, what's going what on with J.O. Task Force. Yeah. Does the CEO yep. go from here? Mongle? Talk to me. You become a mongle? Is that is that yeah. terminology? You know Mongle, not mogul. Mogul. He said you a know. Because I was like, Mongle, that's like jungle book. What was the what was the, 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 the fucking Dominican like, came out? He was like, What are you gonna be a mongle? You're gonna be a mongle? A mongle? Right, was that a personal shot? So disturbing. And with the lean in, what are you gonna be be a mongol? (laughs) Well done, Trey. I don't know. Well done. Beautiful, bro. Beautiful. Like a mild, bro. You're such an ass. (laughs) Chris, call my (laughs) call. Get the hell out, bro. <laughs> You're going to be a mongol. <laughs> right? Damn. Like, well, I don't know. Right. <laughs> She's like, right. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to be that. Right, right. I, I, guess, I guess I will. Yeah, thanks for offending me. <laughs> All right. That's beautiful so compliments. Yes, that's what we're doing. Right. We, went right. from, we went from chocolate right. to mongol. mongol. Wow, okay. <laughs> Right. So good. <laughs> what nice. was the question? <laughs> Can we get back to that? You know what? I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> Don't stand outside, man. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. You're blowing it. I always say that. I'm sorry. I've been doing that since I was little. I just can't. What, asking people if they're gonna be a uh-huh. Mongo? <laughs> Is that what you've been doing since you were seven? That's real. That's real nice stuff, bro. I thought I knew you. Been <laughs> 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 nice with this guy. Tell you. <sighs> yes. Um, so what's next for JLTF? So you know what I mean. Um. So staying a human. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Actually, you know, January was my 10th year anniversary with JOTF. Nice. Congrats. Good for you. Wow. Decade. Um, So, I mean, in September, I'm actually taking a month-long sabbatical. Okay. A what? Sabbatical. So, JOTF allows you to take pretty much a month off. Sabbatical? Sabbatical is like time. It's like leave. Nice. It's like a... Just a professional way to say you're taking off. Yeah, but... I'm going to be off for 30 days. Yeah, but like... Paid. Appreciate that. 
they pay it and it doesn't count against her leave. Correct. So she banks everything. Correct. But she's still getting paid. Correct. Nice. I'm and I don't have teachers. to do anything JOTF related. I'm actually asked not to do anything JOTF related. Listen, only her teachers taking sabbatical. Sabbatical. So I'm going to use that time to figure out what my next steps are. It definitely won't be elected office. Are you going to travel? Yeah. You're going to take the month off? Any any anywhere you want? The whole month, January September 1st to September 30th. Are you are you like where are you going? So so far. I'm going to spend a week in Portugal. Tell me. Ooh. Never been to Portugal. Well, my background's international studies. So, like, you know, I studied abroad in Australia, spent some time in Italy, you know, Switzerland, you know, all of that. Yeah. So. Tell us more. Yeah. So, I I want to get back to traveling. Here we go. Now we have to back to that one. Okay. Okay. What languages do you speak? English. Okay. That's why I studied abroad in Australia, straight up. I was like, where can I study abroad and I won't fail my classes? Where right. do they speak English? Australia, no, great, wonderful. You're in like, have you been to London? London? Nope. Uh, for some reason, that city calls me. Man. I'm, London? Yeah. I want to go to the Key Bridge. The, the Fran- Francis Scott Key Bridge? The, the block? No, the, um, <laughs> us the, I think they call it the Love Bridge, where they got all the locks. <laughs> Oh, in France. 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 Okay. I mean, you said the key bridge. You know we right around the corner. It was like around the corner. I could take you right now. We were like, you know what? Shut it down. We're going to go to the key bridge. Yeah, it's like the love bridge where they got all the. It was like the key bridge. Love bridge. Right. One more day. Shit like that. Right. They got that. It's over there. It's over there. Right, right, right. They got that over there. But yeah, I'm going to do a little bit of travel. So Portugal, anywhere else? I haven't decided yet. So I, I like spontaneity. I might just, you know, Southwest, they have them $49 flights where you'd be like, you know what, I'm going today. Come on, y'all. Mm. Yeah. That's what's going to happen in September. Morocco's go to right Africa. there. You got, yeah, Morocco's right there. You might as well stop. You might as well. Yeah. Ca- I, I Casablanca yeah. action. If I've never been to Africa yet, and I think that if I was going to go to Africa, I would want to use the whole month of September. That's what I'm talking Go to Zimbabwe. Oh my, I, want, I would want to do a couple countries. I want to yeah. hit up east, western, central, southern, right. northern. Go to Nigeria. It's a lot to Africa. That's, that's, that's mm-hmm. what I'm planning on going to Nigeria. It's a lot. I want to go to go Djibouti. To Laos. Go to Lagos. I'm saying, well, shout Gotta out to Gotta go Whiskey. to Gabon. Oh, Gotta go to, like, you know, Door of No Return. <clears throat> Slaves. <clears throat> Left mm-hmm. Africa to go to America. I'm trying to get some diamonds. All of that. Right. right? I like that. Some gold. Want to be able to like go to the areas in Latin America where they also sent slaves to America. Absolutely. Our afro Latinas. Like, right. There you go. Super dope. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of slaves in, that, in the uh, Caribbean culture. Sure do. Yes, we do. Sure do. Brazil. A lot of history. Brazil caught the most sure of them, do. but, you know, Cuba. Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, the yep. Quota. Yep. Yep. Nice. Absolutely. Afro-Latino. Absolutely. It's real. So, uh, Miss Karen, you're awesome. Thank you. I really you. appreciate you coming out tonight. You all made it easy. Very eclectic. What? Mm. Look at him. Or something you like, see that, right? I know words. Huh. I went to school. Tell him, Dre. Okay. I went to school. With chocolate and spam. I don't Brody. use it. I don't use it as much as I should, but I went to school. Okay. Brody, with chocolate and Spanish. I'm going to go drag out the Okay. What were you saying, Chris? I'm sorry? With chocolate and Spanish, Brody. Shh. 
He said, I'm a knuckle dragger at the end of the day, bathing eight ball day. Oh, day. That's what I am. Okay, and what's it called? The sabbatica? Sabbatical. 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 <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> she gave you the, the pot prayer hands, bro. It's okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. We all need sabbaticals, bro. We, we go, all do. We going back to we like, we going back to work. Like, we going back to work on Tuesday. Like, like um, what is sabbaticals? It I'm like, listen, sabbatical. Do you think you might want to implement a sabbatical? <laughs> we need that twice right. a year, yeah. right? At least three times. Right. Karen said. Karen That's right. said. That's right. J L T F. Sabbatical. The sabbatical. That's what they do they all day. Get the hell out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, would you like to give any shout outs before we wrap this thing up, this Karen? Yes, I would. Please, um, please do. I would like to give a shout out to my mom, of course. Hi, mom. Hey, moms. Hey, Hello. mom. Hola, hola, mami. Hola, mami. Um, I want to give a shout out to the amazing staff of the Job Opportunities Task Force. Um, I can't do this alone. This is not a one-person team at all. I may be the CEO. I'm only able to be an amazing CEO because I have an amazing team. That's right. Um, who I can support um, and who does amazing things and allows me to do all the things. Um, I want to give a shout out to brothers and sisters in blue. We appreciate you. Right? Thank you. Um, who protect and serve, um, try to. Um, those who are engaging and supportive and communicative and all the things. Um, we appreciate you. I want to give a particular shout out um, to Officer Kellogg, who responded to my call today nice. to help me with my stolen tag. Kellogg. That was his name. Was he tall? I mean, he was a Caucasian male. Yeah, how you know when he had this little? He was my trainer. You know him. I trained him. He's in the Yo! Yeah. He was really nice. I, I I trained warriors. You heard? He was really really nice. Like really like. Nah, just a nice guy. Yeah. Nice yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. So One shout out, shout out to Kellogg. I appreciate you, brother. Shout out to Kellogg. Awesome. Shout out to Kellogg. Um, and of course, um, I gotta give a shout out to my brothers and sisters behind the fence. All day. That's there for whatever reason. Right. Um, but, you know, hoping that using this time to get your mind right in whatever capacity you can so that when you can, when you come home, we can receive you. Absolutely. And do what needs to be done so that you don't have to return to the system. Right. In any way, shape or form. I give a shout out to them, too. Listen, hold your head, bros. Stay safe. And my ladies, it's locked up, too. Utilize that time to better yourself. Absolutely. You know, you know perfect the craft. Read. Educate Absolutely. yourself, and you know, utilize that time to speak utilize to any. While he's on his phone, while you can speak to anybody to make you better, because when you get out, we'll be here waiting for you, in a positive way, so you can be the great kings and queens for your family and for yourself ultimately. Drake, what you got? Peace and love. Triple C. Be the change in the world you want to make. Karen. Peace and love. Peace Karen, and blessings. What you got? Awesome. All right, my folks, it's episode 84. We appreciate you. I want to thank Karen so much for you. See what we, the content we bring to the table? 84, that's the year I was born, 1984. Holla back. Buck, buck, buck. You see how it all makes sense? Buck, buck, buck. Hey, yo. That makes sense. I love it. Everybody, be safe. We love you. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. What do they. The views and opinions expressed on the Silverback Podcast are those of the hosts, producers, 
and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes, but not exclusive to, the Department of Defense and or the Baltimore City Police Department.